Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Listening to Achtung Millwall, broadcasting from the beautiful South Birmingham. Accept no substitute. Well, hello, dear listeners. Welcome to our Sunday morning Achtung Millwall. Uh, in the aftermath of yesterday's draw, one all with Brentford, I have a very special guest for you, listeners, today. I want to introduce you all to Mr. Paul Mitchell, aka Mitch. And the clue is in the surname there, Paul, isn't it? Um, hey, got hey, you doing, Nick? I'm <laughs> very good, mate. You have two very talented sons, I believe. Yeah, I'm very proud there. Very proud father. Um, obviously, Billy, Billy Mitchell in the, is now um, doing well at Mill, I believe. Absolutely. Absolutely, <laughs> um, yeah, very much so. And I have another son called Zach, who is, um, after coffee, I think, he's at um, our South London rivals, Charlton. Um, <laughs> Is it uh, an England uh, in chosen for England yeah, as well? Yeah, he, was, um, he, he, got, um, he got his first England call up um, this season and played in a game at St George's Park against Turkey. Wow. Um, he did very well and it was a very proud moment. What position does Zach play in just out of interest? Um, I'm thinking of future signings here, Paul, really. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's, um, he's he's a predominantly a centre half. A defender. He's quite a big one. He's, he's six foot one at the age of 15, right. size 11 feet, so he gives you a clue. But he wow. also plays um, holding midfield player as well. So um, he played for England at centre-back and um, at the moment he's playing for Charlton in centre midfield. So um, all good. You must be a very proud man, uh, Mitch. Yeah, it's um, it's nice. You know, it's, it keeps me busy on a Saturday. Um, it has done from um, when I were young, driving here, there and everywhere. Um, yeah. But in, in dark times, it's um, it's sort of kept my focus and and um, yeah, very proud. And uh, they progress very nicely. I mean, hopefully they got good careers ahead of them. Um, you know what football's like, Nick. It's, yeah, yeah. It's very it's, it's a bumpy road sometimes, but um, you know, uh, all good at the moment. Well, just out of interest, I mean, um, obviously we we know Billy at Millwall and um, a, a huge prospect, I think, for yeah. for the future. Um, both at, hopefully at, at Millwall, but obviously, you know, who knows where football takes him in in time. But um, what age did did you think, being honest, what age did you think that Billy's got it and 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 maybe he could take this into a career? Does it does it dawn on you, or is there a moment? How does it? Well, quite, uh, you know, bit... Yeah, it's quite interesting you ask that, then, because you know it's every, I suppose, every parent's ambition for their 
their son to uh, make it in a professional game, and um, but it's a it's a very uh, hard game to break into. And um, um, but you know, as regards to Billy, I thought you know I always knew he was a very very good footballer. Um, and his journey started obviously in um, junior football at um, Thamesmead Town, right, which is yeah. a club that I, I actually played played for. Um, uh, one of the clubs, one of the many clubs I played for <laughs> when I played. Um, yeah. And he. He, he, you know, he, he was he was very good then, and he he sort of represented North Kent and um, and Kent and captain them both. Um, so that sort of went, I suppose, when he got that sort of recognition, it sort of made me realise that you know he could go on to bigger and better things. And you know, then he started getting involved in the academy setups. Um, he did, he was um, part of uh, the South East London <laughs> South London rivals also. Yeah, so they yeah. Um, decided to release him as they have done with many um, many players that have gone on to bigger better things. So maybe that's a Maybe that's an omen um, going forward. But um, <laughs> he then he went on to I had to take him over to he uh, Tottenham were interested in him, so um, I had to make the journey through the tunnel on a uh, you know during midweek, which was not yeah. very pleasant to uh, no, their no, training no. ground over at Enfield, um, which got a bit which got a bit too much really, Nick. And it was I don't think he was getting the recognition he deserved there. So um, one of my good friends who I played with um, called Paul Reeves, who's a um, Mill scout, got in touch with me and said, you know, we we wanted him at Mill for ages, um, and then it went on from there, really. Fantastic. Um, I mean, yeah. how is Billy? How's Billy's health at the moment? Obviously, he's, he's, he was unlucky to get that injury at the start of the season. Um, how is he? Is he okay? Is he, is yeah, he, I mean, he's improving. He's, he obviously it's quite upsetting for him because I felt he, you know. Um, you know the, the vibes were that the manager, um, you know, he was to be an integral part of the team, uh, the team yeah. from the start of the season. Um, so the timing is not great, but you know, never is with injuries. But um, he's young enough to um, to bounce back. He's he's now um, halfway through his um, uh, the recovery. He's now out running. Um, just for your information, on, at Calmont Road, and uh, yeah. yeah, doing doing very well. He's uh, so you know he's aiming for sort of mid October. Um, <laughs> It's nice to set sights. He said to me the other day that he's, you know, I think the first um, televised game is Luton at the time, Luton. I believe. Yeah, weekend. that's right. A couple of weeks' time. Yeah, a few weeks' time. So yeah. he can set his sights for that. Maybe that's slightly too early, not optimistic, but um, it's nice to be, you know, um, positive about these things. And um, that's the way he's feeling at the moment. It's interesting what you say about clubs. I mean, all, all clubs let players go. I mean, we, we at the Den, obviously, we watch um, the uh, former QPR player, Etsy, now now Crystal yeah. Palace on, yeah. on, on a huge sum. I mean, it, it's part and parcel of the game that some some players make it at some clubs and others get get let go Don't, you know it, it, it's you have to develop a certain mental toughness to to make it in the game i mean, well, it, I mean it, it's hard because i think i mean especially for the clubs they must sort of be pulling their air out sometimes thinking why did that player go <laughs> you know as though that's 20 million pound could have been in our coffers but um, it's like uh, not signing the beatles isn't it you know yeah, you, well, exactly. really but, you know I do, it's, 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 easy, it's after the event nick isn't it you know you know at the time they did they did it for whatever reason. Um, as I say, Billy was let go from Charlton because they felt that he couldn't get around the pitch. Now he gets around the pitch as good as anyone these days. So, but you know, they see what they see um, and they make their decisions accordingly. And some good, some bad. Well, um, we're very happy. Good. We're very happy. He's at the day, and obviously, uh, Mitch and yeah. um, you know, we, we, we yeah. wish Bill Bill well and, and a yeah. swift recovery. Um, just talking about yesterday's game. I mean, you would have watched it um, on the iFollow, same as we all are at the moment. It's a very strange period in football, generally, Mitch, at the moment. Having to watch it on TV, not being able to go. Um, it is. I mean, it's I, very sad. It's very sad. But you know, it's something that we all have to, um, you know, we have to sort of just get used to, I suppose. Um, you know, it's 
it's nice. You know, I, I pay me pay my ten pounds to iFollow, and lucky enough, it worked yesterday, which is not always the case. And, <laughs> and uh, I, I believe that that money goes a hundred percent of the money goes back into the club, which is a um, which is a good thing. Regarding the game, I thought it was an excellent game of football. I did. Um, I it was wide. I mean, wide open, really, and especially in the second half. I mean, I. I, I I thought it was a great opening goal, Mitch. I mean, what what a, what a move down the left by by Mason Bennett. It was a player that I like a lot. And um... yeah, I mean that's 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 quite interesting because you know I think everyone sort of Millwall fans sort of, we love our right hand side, and we you know we generally so, historically and, um, yeah yeah. And now it's sort of you know it was nice to see that you know um, you know a good goal came from the left side with um, um, you know with uh, Mason sort of uh, creating the cross for Jed to finish. And you know I think overall I think it was a really good all round team performance. They started off really well high pressing and you know it was um on the front foot and everyone was comfortable in possession which i think the Millwall fans you know really it must be really pleased with you know i certainly was um it's nice that we have passages of play where we kept the ball for long periods of time and you know and progressed and, and created chances at the end of it so yeah all in all i thought it was i mean don't forget i think we're obviously playing against a side that ultimately are going to be there or thereabouts in the season and expected to be so um and I, I, my personal opinion is, I actually think that we played better against football sides rather than the the, the hoofers <laughs> that we played the um, yeah. two games of the season. Because I think it probably encourages us to play a bit more. That's that's the way I see it. Um, and I thought I thought it was excellent from everyone in the team yesterday. And big shout out to I think um, my man of the match was um, the captain, uh, Mr. Pierce at the back. Yeah, I mean, I think the I think the uh, the opinion online was divided. I I, I won't mm-hmm. fight anyone that says. Uh, and, and to be honest, anyone in the defence, I thought the defence was magnificent yeah. yesterday, including Hutch and and Cooper as well. But Definitely. Pierce Pierce was a standout. His leadership on field leadership. Um, mm. I also want to. I mean, it was a great finish by Jed Wallace. I, I, someone said online earlier on when Jed plays well, we play well, and I think that's he's one of those players, isn't he? He's, um, you know he's, he's electric when he when he when he's when he's when he's on you know firing on all cylinders to to mix my metaphors a bit. But yeah, it's un, undeniable. He's the, he's the talisman, and you know when he, he's um, he um, he's got that extra bit of quality, I suppose, that can you know win his game. He's you know his performances last season would tell you that, wouldn't they? Um, so um, yeah, absolutely, no, I, I I like Brentford's style of play, and I think it's it's interesting to watch us kind of starting down this direction, Mitch. I mean, we, we've always been known as a bit of a 4-4-2, get it long. Um, you know, I mean, it's always tradition, get hit, hit Morrison, get get the rebound to Gregory. And, you know, yeah, yeah. Um, I don't know how you feel, but I just felt that that star was rather well, found out a I little think, bit. I, so. think, I think it's nice if you can get a balance. I mean, you know, ultimately there's times to play football, there's times to, to play long. And I think that's certainly what seems to me what, you know, the manager's trying to do. And I, and I think, you know, ultimately we all want to see an exciting game of football, an exciting game of football come from, you know, people passing the ball, people travelling with the ball and, and, you know, goal scoring chances being created. And, um, you know, certainly talk from Billy's perspective, he, he loves getting on the ball and he, you know, he, he believes he can really add something to, um, to the team, um, uh, going forward. And, you know, it, you know, it's, it's just, it was, it was one of those games I feel that must, it was pleasing to the Ionic, um, you know, and, it was, um, I mean, football's football's a I mean, foot sport we all love, but it's wonderful to watch a game um, unfold in phases because obviously we started at rip roaring pace and got the early goal, but then Brentford actually, you know, they they have a style that takes control if you if you let them, and I think I don't know how you feel, Mitch, but the absence of the crowd in the den allows teams like Brentford and and, and we've seen it on other occasions to 
just start to impose their games slightly in a way. I that... was going to say that. I was going to say that, Nick. I think you know we started, as you say, we started off really well on the front foot, pressing high, and you know, and and you know, making them you know realise they're in a game. Um, they're, they're always going to come back into it. It's it's you know, the fact of the matter is they're a good team, and you know, it's I think you know you've got to understand that they are going to dominate the ball on occasions because of the type of team they are. But I think, as you say, if the fans were there and um, you know, create the atmosphere. I think yeah. that can happen sooner rather late, although it doesn't look like at the moment. Um, but who knows what can happen around the corner. But, you know, I think they would have driven us on even more and given us even more um, energy to, uh, you know, to go and um, press and to uh, to worry them. But, um, you know, all in all, I think, you know, it's, uh, you know, we, it could have gone either way. Um, they definitely yeah. had some chances. There's some last-ditch last defending, which was unbelievable, I felt. Um, and also we... Had the glorious chance, I think, from, from Tom Bradshaw that you know Tom Bradshaw, have, yeah, could have easily sort of snuck in um, and, and a penalty, maybe a penalty shot ourselves. Um, so uh, it could have gone either way, definitely. But I was going to ask him. Obviously, their penalty has uh, was 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 um, said by Gary Rowett after the game to be a slightly soft penalty. Um, you know, the, the, this is the game, isn't it? If you get touched inside the penalty area. Um, you know, you know, few strikers will not will not take the chance to uh, to fall over if there's a if there's a touch in your back. So it you is, know, it back. is tough. It, I mean, this, I, I, the way I see it is, it was always going to be given as a penalty, and and you know, you could argue that he, he went to ground easily. Yes, he did, and they, a, a good striker does that. And it's whether you call it cheating, whether you call it, it's just it is part. And part it's just of the, the way game. it is. Um, I mean, the, you know. the late shout for us, you know, John Daddy. Um, and the point I was just going to ask you about, I mean, are, are you a fan of VAR in the game, VAR, the, no. uh, the, you're not? I... One answer to that. No. <laughs> <laughs> it's totally and utterly spoiling football from my perspective. I think that, um, you know, it's it's not really sort of a lot of, lot of you know, there's, there's even more controversy, controversy well, it with is. Stick, I, I feel, yeah, um, yeah, especially with the handball, the handball situations that arose yet from yesterday's Premiership games. But, you know, all in all, I just think it's spoiling the, the flow of the game. Um, every time a goal's scored, you know, everyone's looking up at the screen, you know, is it a goal, isn't it a goal? And it's just, yeah. um, I don't know, is it really providing more clarity? I suppose it has with the offside rule, um, but then you're talking about such fine margins at times, aren't you? Um, you're talking about shoelaces so, sometimes, aren't you? Yeah, yeah, and I think there's got to be a little bit of tolerance. <laughs> I know that you're, you're, people will say you're either offside or you aren't, but uh, you know maybe a little bit of tolerance might be um, give the advantage to the attacking team and make it a bit more um, exciting, you know? Um, no, I'm, not a, a fan of, I'm not a fan at all. No, no me, me neither. I mean, I'm, I'm just a lead, leading question in that sense, but no, I, I, yeah. I, I'm not. But I mean, just going on to the offside rule is interesting because... I was, I was trying to have this debate with my wife and I don't think she was terribly <laughs> interested in this either. But, um, you know, actually, I mean, the, the, the law of the game with offside is if, if you're level, you're, the, the um, advantage goes to the attacking side. So, the, yeah. you know, but actually with VAR, taking um, decisions down to such fine, literally, you know, um, one toe, one, you know, it could be the, the most microscopic part of your body forward of the other man. You can't be level, or the most the most rare situation would be absolutely yeah, dead it's, level. It's almost, it's almost it's impossible. It's near impossible, it? so, which, you know. Uh, listen, I, I understand that, you know, life progresses and, you know, and in lots of sports, things are, you know, are brought in, you know, you've got the, the magic eye, I suppose, in, in tennis, you've got the... Um, uh, the, 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 the line calls, yeah, 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 yeah. And all that sort of stuff. So, you know, I, 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 ultimately they are trying to, you know, provide clarity and to make sure that, that the decisions are correct. But it just doesn't seem to be working football for me. Um, no, I, I, maybe you know, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I'm a bit of a 
a dinosaur in that respect. But I just think a lot of people have, have the same opinion. It's not it's not really working. I think we're all dinosaurs at Millwall, Mitch. I mean, <laughs> it was just interesting listening to to your own and to, to Billy and, and Zach's story about coming through clubs like Thamesmead and, you know, coming mm. from the the traditional South East London um, heartland that that, that that supports both clubs. I mean, to be honest, Charlton and Millwall. But um, it's just interesting to contrast that with that Brentford side yesterday. I mean, they, they, they favour a, a kind of a recruitment policy of bringing in often quite unknown players from abroad, um, whereas we've historically, I mean, Billy's probably a good example of a player that Millwall would hope to have developed, you know, a, a local yeah. boy from a Millwall family. I mean, you know, you're, yes, you're indeed. Mill, Mill, Millwall through and through. Bread. Um, Bermondsey, Bermondsey, <laughs> so, you know, it's just an interesting contrast. I mean, Brentford seem to be going down this money ball route, which has, has done them well, really, Mitch. I was having this conversation phone up with Billy. I mean, he, he phoned me after the game and um, after he's he obviously was at the game yesterday. He's in the chamber yeah. afterwards, and listening to the to the team talk, and um, and then he stuffs his face with all the food that's provided for the players. <laughs> saves, me, saves, saves me cooking for him when he comes home. But then um, he always phones me from the car in his journey, yeah. and um, and then when he come back, we, we was talking about funny enough talking about Brentford and their recruitment policy and how they it's, it is it is what you say. It's very different, certainly to me all. Um, but they I mean what. He, he explained to me yesterday, they do a lot of analysis on how they attract players and how they recruit players. And it's, it's really in-depth. And it's, um, I mean, look at it as, a, as an out-and-out business, really, I suppose. Which is what it is, yeah. Player, um, yeah. To sell on and, and, and maximise from. But, um, yeah, they, I mean, and also they now, they, they've got rid of their academy, I believe, and they, they run a B team, um, right. um And that's how, I think that's how they operate with a B team. And, um, and you know, and chop and change their players from there. Very continental in its approach, because yeah. yeah, so they do in Spain. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah, definitely. And yeah. other countries. I mean, we've always put great store on um, <clears throat> Ben Thompson, another good example, mill players through and through, local boys, you know, um, character. Um, and I think that's probably always going to be part of Millwall's, uh, and I include Billy in this, um, part of Millwall's DNA, as as as, uh, as was put yesterday by the Brentford manager. I think it's a very important part. It's a club where you just can't fake it, um, Mitch. You, you, there's no, you know. No, I, I think I think it's I think it's essential to Millwall they maintain that. Um, you know, I think it's it's it's, it's great. I mean, I'm not just saying it because Billy's come through the academy and. Um, and um, he's where he is, but I, I think it's it's great to see in football that um, players are developed from within. Um, yeah. You know, the fans love it, one of their own, so to speak, and and they can cheer that on. And 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 also, you know, there's some there's some some great talent in the academies around. And, and you know, why why spend money when you don't have to? <laughs> you know, and, and absolutely, you know, absolutely, you know, you've got you've got, you got assets there that that are. And I, you know, maybe Neil haven't done enough over the years. I don't know. To, but there's there's chances there to 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 generate revenue, um, to to sell sell players on. You know, ultimately you like them in your own side, and, and for them to be, you know, assets to to our team. But you know, also they can provide money if if bought from other clubs. Um, so yeah, I think I think it's, I think it's, it's essential to the academy to carry on as it is. Oh, I was just looking at our back line there. I mean, obviously both um, Bart Bielkowski and, and um, Alex Pierce were established players elsewhere. They've had a, a career to date and, you know, they've come to Millwall relatively advanced into their into their careers, I guess. But if you look at both Jake Cooper and, and Sean Hutchinson, both were, 
you know, a bit, bit part players at their respective clubs, Reading yeah. and I, I believe Hutch came from uh, Fulham, if memory serves. But yeah. but both have both have come into their own and, and have been developed as the first choice players, and and both will possibly you know will think of themselves as higher level players than what they are at the moment through at Millwall. It's I always find it interesting how we're a club that that loves to watch a kid come along, so to speak. You know, it, it's it's almost. Um, it's part of who we are, Mitch, isn't it? We, and Billy, yeah. I'd, I'd, I'd include in that in that in that sense, and you know. No, definitely. I mean, it's, it's. I mean, as I've just said, the crowd crowd love it. I've seen, um, you know, Ben and, and Billy, uh, you know, in the team, and and um, you know, hopefully going forward, providing providing them with uh, good performances and some giving them something to cheer. It's um, absolutely. Yeah. Great to yeah. see Marlon and, and and Scott Malone. The return of Scott Malone, but it's great to see Marlon back. Um, firing on 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 full cylinders because was, um, I thought he was outstanding as well. I mean, this, I, I could go on and on because I thought the whole team were were, um, were excellent yesterday. But you know, if you're talking about individuals, Mar- yeah. Marlon was definitely up there with one of the, the you know the best performers. He was um, he was constantly involved in the game. Um, you know, Cosby a menace wasn't he down the right hand side him and Jed linking up as per usual. And um, yeah, he's um, you know, I think it, it does take time. He's obviously out for a bit and it does take time to get back into the fold and to and you know. As we all know, uh, footballers, that there's nothing like game time. I mean, you can train as much as you like, but you need a few games to, um, you know, to uh, find your feet again. And I think it's excellent yesterday, definitely. Absolutely, uh, and uh, yeah, we would we, we'll name check the whole teams. I thought um, Ryan then did yeah. well. I, I know that. Um, you know, um, he's, 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 he's what Billy, I suppose, he's been played in different various positions on in that midfield and also, you know, um, on the on the right in the early games of the season. But I, I, there's, some, there's some good players there, Nick. You know, I think, he, I, think I think it's what I get the impression um, that um, the manager wants to install is is out and out belief that they are, that there's 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 some really good quality within within the squad and um, and to sort of believe in that and, and you know showcase it. And, you know, I think it's probably you know the times come now to for me to you know, to have higher ambitions and believe that they deserve to be in the in the top six or top eight um, and pushing for that um, and then playoff places or even automatic promotion. Why not? Why not? Well, absolutely. I mean, it's interesting. I mean, talk about the strength of, of the squad because yesterday I, when, when they showed the team news and obviously the first choice team, um, roughly what I would have, well, yeah, what, what I would have picked possibly, um, you know, yeah. spot on overall. Um, but then you look at the, the bench and actually it's probably the first time that I can think of, Mitch, in a long while where you think, actually, that doesn't look like a bad looking bench. You know, you've got Matt Smith sitting on there. You've got, you've got, um, you've got uh, Ben Thompson sitting on there. You've and even from now Frank Fielding back. I know that um, he's been out a long time, but that's a, you know, we, we're not, we're not kind of, um, Suddenly, the bench looks like you've got the, the manager's got options to bring into the game and change it, and 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 you know as 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 he did yesterday, Mahoney and I, I, these these kinds of players. And actually, they look like a bad looking substitutes bench. I couldn't, it's, I couldn't agree more. I couldn't agree more. It's long a, while since we've been able to say that, isn't it? You know, it's, no, no, it's, it, it is, and, and and you've got you know some some fringe players, some 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 younger ones they're trying to develop as well. But I mean, you know, obviously that's going to take its time. But um, no, yeah, it was it's. You looked at that bench yesterday, and you felt if it needed to be changed, there's there's some really good options there, isn't there? You know, and I think obviously, you know, Matt Smith was it would have been chomping at the bit. You know, he's he's he's, he's been you know scoring goals and whatever. And you have got you know Colin Mahoney who's who's put some really good performances in. So and you know Ben Thompson who's full of energy. So yeah, there was it, yeah definitely some some <laughs> a good bench definitely. I think you know and some interesting quotes after the game yesterday. I just I picked out this one from Thomas Frank, the 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 Brentford manager. 
Uh, well, he says the front three are really dynamic and a constant threat. Um, yes, this front three being Mason Bennett, Bradshaw, uh, Tom Bradshaw and, and, and Jed Wallace. And I think that's an interesting take because the movement and the energy that all, all three bring, I mean, especially Mason Bennett and, and in fairness to Tom Bradshaw, his, his work rate is, is immense up front. And that movement will always create chances, won't it? Yeah, you know, it's, it's, it's so obvious to the eye that how, how much hard work they put into their performances, um, all them three, and, and they were, they did worry the uh, Brentford defence yesterday, in my view, and, 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 um, and, and they will do, they will do all season. And it's, and, and as you say, chances will come from pressure. You put pressure on people, it makes um, people panic and, and, um, and uh, hopefully going forward, you know, we maintain that. And this one from Richard Corley, the uh, South London Press, uh, says, as we've been saying, uh, Mitch, uh, it's been a decent game. Mill have gone toe-to-toe with one of the fancied sides in the championship. Um, and I think that's probably the best summary of all, really, because Brentford are a rated side. And you could see it in yesterday's game. You could see the quality that they, they even the quality they brought off the bench themselves, Ben Rama, very, very good player. You know, they, yeah, no, they're... they're, um, they're um... They're liked by a lot of people, Brentford, and, uh, you know, they are very pleasing to the eye. You know, obviously, they fell at the final hurdle last year, and, and yeah. um, expectations are that they'll be in the same place again at the end of the season. And, um, you know, I couldn't disagree with that, really. So, yeah, we did go toe-to-toe with them, and I think, you know, we there was no... You couldn't look at that game and say, you know, ultimately, that Brentford are, are a class above. That certainly weren't the case. But you see us finishing, uh, Mitch, I mean, obviously, you know, hard to be specific, but... Uh, I would, I would think of us as certainly as a top ten side, top six in your opinion. Uh, top ten, but if Billy's back in playing, top six. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. <laughs> I have to choke that one in. Um, no, ultimately, um, I, th- I think the ambition's there. As I say, I think the managers put, you know, installing um, that belief in the players, and the, and I think you can see it. I mean, I think it's well documented, Nick, that the togetherness, and obviously, I hear it from Billy and uh, the act, the the you know the. The changing room, let's call it the changing room, as everyone says, is is um, full of characters. It's full of um, you know humour and and togetherness. Uh, it definitely. seems and, to be, yeah. doesn't it? Yeah, and I think it has to be. But sometimes it's not always like that at clubs. You, you get players who, who, who are disruptive and uh, at clubs, and that's certainly not the case from what I can hear and what I can see. I mean, all totally the opposite, and it's it, it does reflect in I think in the performances I've seen, um, and hopefully that can carry us forward alongside the the obvious talent that they have. <laughs> so, um, you know, uh, let's hope that we can be there or thereabouts. Fantastic. Spoken spoken well, like a true father as well with uh, <laughs> <laughs> with that, 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 that great tip there. Achtung, Mehlball. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. 
Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. The Achtung Mill Yearbook is now available via the millsupportersclub.co.uk store. Visit the millsupportersclub.co.uk store and buy your copy of the Achtung Millwall yearbook, just £13, including postage and packing within the UK. It's 128 pages worth of Millwall news, views and opinion. It's a great Christmas present. Visit the millsupportersclub.co.uk store. All profits will benefit Demelza, Evelina and the Mill Community Trust Foods Delivery Service. Now I'm gonna I'm, I'm gonna bounce you with a few questions now because we um I, I, I sent these over to you, Mitch. So feel free to pass, then, mate. If um, yeah, I'm, you know, <laughs> if, my, mem- <laughs> my memory is not that great these days. Now. I don't know. Don't worry, look, neither's <laughs> mine. Neither's yeah. mine, mate. It all becomes merged into one over over the years. So don't worry about that. Mm. I think there's quite a few like that. We used to do our uh, what we used to call a listed lions thing, um, where we yeah. just introduce somebody and get a little bit of a sense of mm. um who they are and, and then we'll all kind of um credentials i suppose you'd call it uh now obviously as uh father to billy then you know you've got to have extra interest in in the mitchell um uh credentials and then in their millwall um you yeah, know cool. uh, pedigree so can you remember your first game as a millwall fan mitch um or... that i can't, <laughs> that I can't. Were, were you, were you, were you I was, absorbed into I was, it it would have been it would have been my father i mean i say we was we was my, my dad actually worked at um a new cross bus garage as a as a bus driver um for right. a number of years and um and i lived uh we lived in some flats which were literally stones throw from the or probably a mile from the ground really and um you know my nan lived opposite zampa road in verney road and um just right. giving a bit of background and, and you know um myself and billy when he was first at the academy used to take some pie mash to me nan before we used to go to games on saturdays or, or midweek <laughs> games yeah. Um going going back to when I um you know, I used to go to school around the corner in a school called in Lowe, if anyone remembers that. Yeah. Um but you know, going back to my first I can't ask a long time ago, it would have been obviously at the old den and, and I can't remember who the opposite would have been. Uh, Nick, I'd been lying if I said I do. I do. You, but, uh, you 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 were absorbed into it uh, from an early Yeah, age, you know, it's clearly. like when you're young, you know, you're looking at the crowd more than the, the game, aren't you? Looking at what's going on. So, certainly at me well anyway. Well, it was a wondrous place, Cold Blow Lane. I mean, I know we all wax lyrical about it of a certain age. I, I actually like the new stadium a lot. Um, the new stadium. Yeah, I do. 20, it's nearly 30 years old now, Mitch. Um, we keep, I don't know mm. when we stopped calling it the new stadium, but um, I, I like it a lot. I think it's a fantastic venue for football. Um, you know, yeah. when you go, when yeah, you go I mean, away, you, you, you do notice the difference, don't you? Yeah, I mean, nothing that, you know, the old den was the old den, but the new one is, we say, not so new anymore. But it's it's definitely a special atmosphere there. But the fans make that, I mean, it. They do. Um, That's what it's all no, about. It does. It does. Wherever the start, I know our stadiums are built these days, but they or whatever. But it does seem to, it, it, you know, when it's loud, it's extremely loud there, and it's, um, you know, it's 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 a good place to go and watch football. Um, you know, I'm I'm positioned um, 
up in the, the Barry uh, Kitchener up up at here. Um, right. That's where I am. Um, but yeah, no, it's it's obviously lovely to go over there and. Especially when um, you know, I'm watching Billy play. I mean, Billy will know of the atmosphere of the den anyway, but I'm always intrigued and fascinated how it is to be a player in front of a full house. I mean, I suppose he's only just at the start of his career, but um... yeah, I mean, it's early days for him. You know, so I think he's been the biggest crowd. He's probably, I mean, obviously he made his championship debut away, wasn't he? A whole um, yeah, that's thing, right. Yeah, uh, yeah. he played yeah. the FA Cup against um, Newport when there was a, I think it was only one stand being used there. But then, then Sheffield United. Um, he played 90 minutes in that game as well. So yeah, um, yeah. No, he's obviously uh, it's obviously very, very exhilarating to play in front of a, a crowd, and he, um, he loves every minute of it. Who's your favourite all-time player, Mitch? Who your your favourite? Well, uh, or Millwall player and general player. I mean, let's it's, it's, give give you a choice. You've got Millwall player and also okay. football. Player. I think Millwall player. I think I'm going to go to Neil Harris. I mean, I think that he's Millwall. You know, he was Millwall through and through. I think he's, he was. Yeah. He was an excellent striker. Um, you know. Probably underrated, if anything, you know. And um, in his time, um, he also, you know, was the, you know, was a well-respected manager for the club, and and gave Billy his debut at Wigan um, uh, last yeah. season. So, what well, season four? The last season, wasn't it? Now, um, so yeah, I, I'll, I'll go for Neil Harris. That's a good choice. A good choice. Yeah. I mean, I, I think it's. Um... Obviously, for, for there's probably you know younger younger fans now that only know him really as um, the kind of late period player and, and then the manager. Um, but I think it's quite hard to get across sometimes just how strong a striker he was in his in his heyday when he was young. Definitely, because he's not he's not he was not wasn't the uh, certainly not the biggest of um, no. players for that position. And but he he was strong and you know his goal scoring instincts were, were excellent. But um, I will absolutely ruthless. In, I will just chuck in it going back. Uh, this is not my era, but I was speaking to my father. Um, uh, yeah. Telling him I was going to have a chat with yourself today, and yeah. he's, um, you know, after his days at, as a bus driver, New Cross bus goes to kind of <laughs> a black cab driver, which is the obvious transition to a black cab driver. Uh, yeah, he, I guess. Yeah, he, yeah. Uh, he used to socialise with um, an old Millwall player. Um, I'm sure everyone will know Alan Dolney. Dolney, oh, he was a great defender. I, yeah, I, he, so I mean, that he was, was playing when I started. Yeah. yeah, he was a good okay. friend with Alan Dolney, and um, he used to sort of drink with him and another guy called. Um, Eamon Dunphy, I don't know if you know Eamon Dunphy. Oh, well, he was playing when I first started going, Dunphy, and he's a character yeah, yeah, in his yeah. own right. He's a... Yeah, I mean, my dad's 73, so I was sort of talking a bit about yeah. school here, but he, he, yeah, he, yeah. He, he, he wanted me to mention that, so... Dorney was a great defender. Um, really, um, I'd almost describe him as an elegant defender in a way. Is it yeah. unusual? Yeah. Unusual for a Millwall uh, defence. I mean, Kitchener was obviously alongside him as a, as the kind of man yeah. mountain, but yeah. Dorney was Dorney had a touch of the. Um, He'd probably be embarrassed if I mentioned like a, a touch of the friends Beckenbauer's, but is that kind Bobby of Moore. yeah, that's it, yeah, that kind of defender, yeah. <laughs> um, Dunphy, I, I only saw a few times. He was right at the end of his career, and I was right at the start of my time. But he was he was a very yeah. good midfielder, and 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 uh, has gone on to be a great writer and journalist in Ireland. So um, oh, well, yeah, yeah, he wrote um, he wrote a biography of Sir Matt Busby, and a I think it's a, an account of. Uh, the band U2 and some others as well. Um, he's, he's a he's a very um, outspoken um, Irish uh, media figure, and I think he does his own podcast series now, which, um, if I remember right, is called the the Stand with with Eamon Dunphy. Um, he's quite He's quite intellectual. He's 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 a, he's, a, he's a clever man. He's a very intelligent man, Eamon Dunphy. Um, but two two good calls by your dad there. Say thank you to me. I will to, do. For <laughs> me. That, that's got me. That's supposed to be your show, and, not, and I'm. Yeah, I'm, no, I'm, listen, I'm no, it's all it's all it's all, <laughs> it's, it's all it's all good to me. It's fine. 
<laughs> I'm going to put you on the spot now, um, Mitch. Please don't, please don't ask me. No, no, no one in the current squad. No one in the current squad. Who's the worst middle player you've ever seen play for the Lions? <laughs> you know, Nick. You know the answer. I can't. I would never do that. The, um, when I'm, <laughs> you, you, never, you never rubbish a middle player. It's more than your life's worth. <laughs> <laughs> well, on, so I'll... If you don't, if you don't mind, I'll I'll pass on that. No, absolutely. Maybe, maybe I'll leave it like this. You know, in the goalkeeping area, there's been a few um, dodgy moments. <laughs> <laughs> Very diplomatically put, Mitch. Yeah. I, I said to Mitch before we started recording this, listeners, that um, I'll edit anything out. He don't want to, you know, he wish the end set after. So, so well dodged, well dodged. There. What was your most memorable match as a Millwall fan, Mitch? Anyone that stands. Well, I was thinking about it. I think you know you probably the I think the playoff final against Bradford when Morrison yeah, scored yeah, and I think yeah, yeah. Race sort of just jumps out. I mean, in, in recent times as um, as an unbelievable moment, you know. So uh, we'll, we'll we'll go for that one, Nick. I think. Good call. I mean, it was a great day um, and yeah. a great finish, and and um, you know just yeah. uh, at a game you know, and buy another meal. Legend, I suppose, really. And Steve yeah. Martin, you know, him, him and um, his partnership was, uh, you know, is, you know, is very fondly remembered by most Millwall fans, I'd imagine. It was a main mainstay of the side, really, wasn't it? Um, you yeah. Know, he's, he, mm-hmm. You know, over the about three or four periods he's, he's spent at the club, but I mean, he, he's Morrison's track record speaks for itself. I, you know. I think I think he was he was there when Billy first came into the first team. Um, um, training sessions, and uh, he, you know, he was he did say to me, he's quite a scary sort of character, but he, he, he took me under his wing and, and, and did look after him. So, you know, sort of hats off to him for that. And, um, yeah, he's uh, he's a he was a good player and good, a good pro. I mean, I think we, we we love our characters at the den, don't we, Mitch? You know, mm-hmm. we, we we love a player to have a little bit more to him than just the um. Yeah, you know, just, just obviously the playing side yeah. is most important, but we we do love a character down there. I suppose another one's got to mention is Tim Cahill, and have a, a character and, and you know a, a good player and a, and a goal scoring midfield player. I always absolutely. like him as well. So, yeah. But, um, yeah, absolutely. Did you have any funny moments that spring to mind over the years? Oh no, I can't. You know what? I, I just said I, I think you know my memory is not what it used to be. And, <laughs> and I, think, you know, going, I think going back, you know, my old days, you know, we're obviously more when I was young and, and my dad used to take us over there and you know, mm. you know I remember sort of two months ago let alone sort of 20, 30 years <laughs> where ago, did you so used to stand where, where did you used to stand in the cold, cold, blow, cold blow lane oh the um, cold blow lane ends yeah, yeah, because that was there. that was a that was a bank of terracing that was full of characters there, Mitch. Yeah, it was full of characters. Absolutely full of characters. I, I think I've said it a few times, but I'll say it again now. My my, my first memories when I first started going, I was only about eleven, was of a very large gentleman always wore a grease greasy mac, you know, like a coat, and he he, he would have um. Uh, an, an old kind of wooden made radio that he would hold to his head this was in the era before the internet long before that was ever even conceived and he would shout out wrong wrong scores to, to mislead people um, I don't know why he did it and he would shout it made, out it, made, it probably made him and his mates laugh yeah well, but I think it only made him laugh I don't think he had many mates because he was just like a this grotesque kind of you know something out of Charles Dickens you know this kind of grotesque yeah. figure standing behind the goal and um, he would shout out that, I don't know, Man United getting beat 3-0 when they were winning or something, you know, stuff like that. And as a kid, you know, you, you kind of, um, I think you touched on it there, you, you kind of stand there with your, your jaw agape yeah, of what you're seeing, you know. It's amazing some of the things you hear and it's sort of uh, eye-opening and um, <laughs> lessons, in, lessons in life. Going lessons lessons in life. Isn't it? And, and uh, 
does make you um, makes you a bit more aware of, <laughs> of, of, of certain characters in the well, I, won't ask, I can't ask your current favourite player because if it's not Billy Mitchell, I don't know well, who it's going to be. You know? <laughs> well, I thought you were going to ask me that, and I thought well, that's an obvious answer would be Billy. But you know, listen, I think you know as we go, I think let's go back to what I was saying earlier. I think the squad is is uh, and the team's in an excellent place, and the club's in a good place. I mean, albeit you know, um, obviously Kobe's put the put, uh, you know everyone under a bit of pressure, but um, I think you know, the, the club's in a now, his owners in a stable position, and um, the team's in a, a very good uh, position. And, and it's, it's, a, it's a pleasure to that Billy's. Um, I know Billy thinks this way, and I certainly do that he's part of it at the moment. And um, you know, he believes he can uh, give some added value. Um, I certainly do, because I know his qualities, having you know seen him, seen him grow as a footballer. Um, so it just down to him to get you know it's, it's, it's awesome because you need you need ten. I always say I think you need ten, fifteen games. Uh, let's say championship games from the start to prove your worth, um, and that'd be for any player I think coming into a team. I mean, it's um, pretty similar to Thingy last year, who was a Brighton player, um, Lumby. Yeah, um, yeah, 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 Jason. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think Jason sort of, sort of started off slowly, but then he, he got the he made he, he sort of maintained his position in the team and grew as a player and, and, and was excellent for us, you know. So um, I think um, you know it's very. I'll never judge anyone, whether it's Billy or who's anyone um, coming into a team on one stroke, two games. I think that's pretty unfair. But um, and I don't think managers do that anyway. I think they're, they're more professional, more understanding um, of that. Well said, mate. I've got to spare yeah. you with, with two sons in professional football. I'm going to spare you the most hated opponents questions. And um, well, I think I think I'll just in case they play for them. them. I don't mind saying this. Obviously, they, <laughs> most hated opponent is 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 the team and, and anyone who plays for them is West Ham, I suppose. You <laughs> <laughs> um, were so diplomatic all the way through it. Yeah, no, I know. We can't do it. I've let myself down then, Nick, haven't I? But um, I'll, I'll stick with that one. I wouldn't have thought, I'm not sure there's too many West Ham fans listening to the podcast anyway. But um, you never know, I'm mate. On. You never know. This this show goes <laughs> far and wide. That's fantastic, Paul Mitch, oh, right, Mitch, Mitchell. Wonderful stuff, yeah. mate. Okay, really, lovely to speak to you. Really appreciate it. Perhaps, um, you know, if you fancy it sometime, we'll do this again. After, uh, in, in, yeah, in, anytime, in Nick. Hopefully, um, hopefully we have a good season. I'm sure we will. And um, it's been a pleasure speaking to you. And uh, send our best wishes to Billy and, and to Zach, yeah. actually. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Let's, let's not forget him. But, um, yeah, I will Mitch, do. thank you very much, mate. All the yeah, best. Thank you, Nick. Yeah, take care. And uh, take care, mate. Yeah, cheers. Bye. listening to Aston Newell. If you enjoyed the show, please head over to Apple Podcasts and leave us a cheeky review. However, that's you Newell. Till next time. For the best Championship, League One and League Two coverage, Aston Newell recommends the Football League paper. It's got it all covered. For the complete EFL picture, Get the Football League paper, £1.50 every Sunday, or visit theleaguepaper.com for a variety of digital subscriptions. The Football League paper. It's got it covered. Hold up. 
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just $60, bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns.